Good morning, good morning. Looks like we're up and running. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Jason here with you. Wednesday, the 25th of August. Hopefully, you're all awesome and well. A few people jumping on now, which is good. Give us a shout out when you're there. Just to know everything's going well. If you can hear me and see me, say hello in the chat. There we go. Good morning, Corrine. First off the first cab off the rank. Good morning. Great to see you. I'll do the quick intros while everyone's uh, jumping on. Things are warming up. Uh, welcome back to all of the regulars. Yasmin, Sharon, hey Sharon, Jimmy, Yanni, Laura, Brendan, Tony, good to see you guys. Tanya, hey morning hump day, yeah, <laughs> happy hump day indeed. Wednesday, we're on the hill. Hey, I've got a public holiday this week uh, up here in the Gold Coast, so I'm pretty happy. Um, Friday, be a, a chill day. Hopefully, wherever you are, you can uh, find a bit of time to chill out yourself, whatever you're up to. Hey, listen, um, like I said, welcome to the regulars, uh, DJ, David, Nick and Alison. Uh, thanks for joining us as always. You guys um, always coming back. Great to have you guys here supporting uh, what we get up to each morning. For those who are new, give us a shout out in the chat. Tell us you're new. Tell us maybe it's your first time here. Jason Witten is my name. Been property investing over 20 years and coaching property investors across Australia and New Zealand since 2003 and uh, uh, through our coaching and mentoring business, Positive Real Estate, along the way, done a few deals, learned a few things, got a few, uh, got a few bits of experience that we like to share, get together with a few crazy crew, just like you, in the mornings, Monday to Friday, and uh, share a little bit of, uh, you know, share a little bit of the wisdom. Um, so wherever you are, if you're new, if you're coming back, for the umpteenth time, welcome. Fantastic to have you here and awesome to hang out. Hey, today I want to talk about proximity. And uh, a few of you guys might have heard this one before, but um, it's always good to have a little reminder on these things. Um, and if you haven't heard proximity before, that's good. The idea that wealth is created because of proximity when it comes to us and our property investment portfolio is super important to understand. And uh, it's a fundamental that hangs around for quite a long time. Matter of fact, forever. Um, proximity is profit when it comes to your wealth. And uh, that doesn't mean if you don't have the perfect proximity, you'll never be uh, creating the wealth that you desire. No, that's not true. However, you must understand the principle uh, and make good decisions based on you know uh, what you're looking for when it comes to your property investment portfolio. So let me give you the overview. Let me dive in and have a bit of a look at what I mean by the, the proximity. The proximity, let's do this. The proximity, I think that's a bit hard to see, to be honest. Uh, let me change a bit of color here. The proximity, let's do green. The proximity of profit. The proximity of profit, team. And um, a few of you guys may have seen this one before, but, um, you know, the idea that when we invest in a piece of real estate, we get to choose the distance um, from a piece of infrastructure or something desirable that we want our properties to be located next to. Chuck it in the chat for me now. What type of proximity, proximity to what is important when it comes to the profit 
uh, and your portfolio. Chuck it in the chat. What do you think? Tell me what you guys think. Um, the proximity to uh, something special, important, interesting, whatever it might be, would add value to your your wealth um, or value to your income. Right, that's good. Corrine says train lines. That's awesome. And we would sort of say um, transport, right? Transport, which in train lines, um, you know, um, uh, bus, you know, maybe the ferry, et cetera, et cetera. Pratesh, uh, Sharon, um, onto it. Employment hubs, okay? Jobs. Sometimes you want to be closer to those employment hubs. People like to work to town. The CBD, all right? Um, uh, uh, a lot of uh, young professionals prefer to sort of maybe catch the train or the bus and go in, right? Um, which is which is awesome. Third spaces, dead right, um, Alison. Parklands, rivers, those sorts of things. You know, people paying $100,000 more to be in a school catchment zone, a school zone, um, uh, which is a pretty interesting one, right? Education. Uh, education for sure, right? Um, it, which is kind of a dovetail into schools, but education like universities um, as we go um, and hospitals for sure. Hospitals. Um, but if you have a look at this, sort of hospitals can dovetail into um, CBD and jobs um, as we go along. And the beach, things that people like to do. Um, Sam talks about the the, the triangle um, of wellness and wealth, you know, live, work and play. If you can get these, let's do a, another colour. If you can get sort of these contained in kind of like the, the live, you know, work and play zone, um, and often the concept is about this 20 minutes to these live, work and play zones as you go. More shopping, for sure, um, uh, Tanya and Pratesh. Absolutely. Infrastructure. Infrastructure is a brilliant one, all right? So where, it, where are the new shopping centres and uh, the new job hubs and uh, the transport lines uh, and so on, okay? So that's fantastic. The challenge, the challenge team is we all know this really well. It would be great. Wouldn't it be great to be... Oh, um, just dropped my pen. Um, wouldn't it be great to be um, at the beach right next to the walking distance to all the shops, um, you know, walking distance to to um, <laughs> Dan Murphy's? Yeah, you, you might be right there, Pratesh, about Dan Murphy's. Waterfront views. You know, wouldn't it be good to, like, walk to school, the beach, um, uh, you know, walk to your job, walk to all the shops, walk to Dan Murphy's, um, et cetera? What's the challenge with that team, you know, having all the perfect education, beach, transport, jobs, all within walking distance, are all on your doorstep? What's the challenge when it comes to us as property investors? Okay. The challenge uh, a lot of the time becomes what is our budget or our buying power? Okay. So the price that that might be for you, um, Bunnings for a snag. Yeah, listen, you know, I, I, I go to Bunnings every weekend. I love Bunnings. Bunnings and the Apple Store um, and JB Hi-Fi. They're my three favourite stores. Um, and uh, there's not a weekend that goes by without me 
uh, divesting a little bit of my money into one of those stores or maybe sometimes all of them all in one weekend. <laughs> uh, and sushi train. I like sushi train. Anyway, so let's talk about this. Availability of great stock. You're dead right, Pratesh. That's the challenge and also the, the budget for that stuff. So let's talk about this proximity of profit. What does it look like? If you want to buy a house... And let's talk about this right now. Affordability, absolutely, Nick. Let's talk about this right now. Let's talk about it in Melbourne right now. Tell me if you wanted to be close to the CBD uh, or the beach in Melbourne um, right now, how much would it cost you to buy a house in Melbourne right now? Chuck it in there. Uh, just a regular straighty, straight 80 uh, house maybe one to five kilometres from the CBD in Melbourne. What would be the price, team, of a house in Melbourne? Okay, we're going to do this with, this is the one to five, this is the this is the 10 to 15, uh, and this is the, the 25 to 40K mark, all right? Um, Brendan, I think that's a bit cheap, 800K, but you're, you're, you're looking at 1.5 to $3 million. So let's just call it $2 million. For argument's sake, um, uh, $2 million for a house, team. A house in Melbourne, uh, in Melbourne, one to five kilometres from the, yeah, one one mil for a knockdown if you're lucky, all right? Let's just call it two mil you want to live there. Nick, you can absolutely spend four million every day of the week. Um, But yeah, you know, so this is the challenge. So right now we know that's a great location. It's great for proximity, but you know, do you have the budget for a two million dollar house? And quite frankly, a two million dollar house in Melbourne, you probably rent it for twelve hundred bucks a week. You know, that's a three percent yield if you're lucky. Maybe a two, two and a half percent yield. You're not, you're not. It's not great cash flow. So as we go out from here, you know, ten to fifteen k away. You know, let's talk. You know, uh, it's probably a million, probably a bit more than a million. And they're 25 to 40K away, you're looking at 600K, okay? So what happens is the distance from the proximity, the proximity of the, the jobs, the transport, the whatever it might be, um, we tend to have, we tend to have to pay more money to be closer for a house um, or we have to go further away. What's the other choice? What is the other choice we have? Instead of a house then, what do we trade or what do we exchange if we if the proximity, if the infrastructure, the jobs, the CBD, the schools, the hospitals is an important part of your choice right now? What do we change? What do we trade? What do we um, say this is more important than that or we mix it up a little bit? If we're looking here... And we're saying, all right, well, instead of a house, I might invest in, um, that's a terrible drawing, but anyway, I might uh, land size. Yes, Sharon, we, we exchange land size. And land size to the point, team, if you want to be closer to the city, if your budget is 600K, so you're going to be, you know, 25 to 40K from the CBD for a house, okay, or... You can go 5K from the CBD and you can have an apartment. All right, an apartment slash unit. 
Okay? So what we've done, and if you go further out, um, you know, you'd probably get cheaper at 15K um, and then, you know, 30K. I, w I, would, I would never be buying an apartment, um, you know, a million miles from the city unless it's something like... Um, 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 a million miles from the city if it's something like, you know, a two-bedroom apartment, all right? Um, so I'd be going a house a long way away. Nick's saying, you know, he's 40K from Melbourne um, and his houses are booming there, which is great because it's pushing the city out, okay? It's pushing the city out. The further away you are from infrastructure, um, the, the, the harder it becomes for your rental income to grow significantly in value, team. So just remember that. You know, the further you're away from this infrastructure, the less the rent grows. When you have a look at um, when you ha have a look at rent growth trajectories and statistics, the closer you are to that infrastructure, the better your rent grows over time. Okay, values might grow, um, and and it's that ripple effect, team. Um, Nick's experienced the ripple effect right now and houses in Melbourne have just gone ballistic, blowing out all the way, um, which is fantastic. And, you know, uh, COVID and other things and cheap interest rates are all accelerating that and we're finding that in a number of places as well. But the further away we are from this infrastructure, our income into the future is the thing we need to remember is what we're going to live off as well. So if we're going to choose... A budget, or we have a budget, then we have a choice. We exchange, if we want to be closer to infrastructure, often we need to exchange the type of property we're going to invest in or buy, um, or we have to change the location for the property and keep going until um, your budget can afford in that area, okay? Uh, and for me, uh, there's no perfect answer to this one. I like to mix it up. You guys have uh, heard us talk about the idea of diversification before. Uh, I like the idea of making sure every investor has at least three different locations in their property portfolio. And by locations, I mean three different states. Three different states, okay? My preference right now is the East Coast. Uh, I love the East Coast. Strong cities, long-term value into the next 50 years every day of the week. Uh, and also, I like the idea of mixing up my investment portfolio. Some houses, some townhouses, some apartments for, not because of the ownership of them, because of this, because of this stuff here. I've got some great apartments in the city that have got amazing live, work, play um, stuff and I've got some great houses um, outside of the city which are a little bit more suburban and backyard lawn mowy, right? So um, mix up your portfolio. So there you go, gang. Um, the proximity of profit, hopefully that may make sense. Hopefully that made sense today. Um, when you're thinking about your portfolio, how far from the, the uh, infrastructure, the proximity of these things do you want to be? What's your budget and what type of deal are you looking to do for the money, for the return, for the income, for whatever that might be, all right? So give you some uh, things to think about in that sort of space. So 
Um, hopefully that landed. Uh, give us a shout out in the chat if you've got any other questions. Um, I'll always read them after I finish the lives and um, and uh, I might even answer them on the morrow. Well, the next day I'll write them down and make sure I get around to them. So that's it from me, team. Coffee, wealth, coffee, chat, done and dusted for the proximity of profit. Makes sense. Make sure you understand what it means to you and your property investment portfolio, the choices that you make. All right, team. Uh, that's it from me. Uh, done and dusted. You guys have an awesome day. Stay safe and well wherever you are. Until next time, take care and uh, bye for now. Bye-bye. <laughs>